very good banter just a second ago about this about us not having a break. I thought you meant I missed the banter. I was like, Jessica, I was sitting right here. <laughs> so I meant Who you. did you think you were having that banter <laughs> with? Yourself? <laughs> the echo it in your head? Even more hilarious if I had just been myself bantering with myself. Ridiculous. Do we have any corners we want to fill? Or do we want to do... Okay, well, let's just introduce ourselves. Hello! I was gonna say, should we say hello? I feel like we're being so rude. I feel it's probably because we just continue to talk for basically two hours. And there's only a small delineation in what we're talking about and shifting as those two hours progress. That's fair. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to Black Girls Love. It's our podcast that we share with you. Um, <laughs> you can't sit with us. No, just kidding. You sit with us. Um, but you, yeah, uh, where we talk about the nerdy things that exist and that Black women actually do love. And I am Jess. And I am uh, Janae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every once in a while we have corners of... Um, our different interests that yeah. we maintain presence in, and and they may have updates. There's nothing on the alleged uh, Ash on the uh, allegedly Ash Kutcher. Kutcher. Corner, yeah, nothing, nothing really. Yet. I will say that I have started. Uh, Jessica knows this, but to everyone else who doesn't, I have started rewatching some of uh, my favorite rom coms from the early two thousands and see if they still hold up. Um, and I am, I've not departed from that, but I've just been kind of started just watching all rom-coms from the early 2000s. Um, and I've recently landed on Guess Who, uh, the remake mm-hmm. of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. With Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> With Ashton Kutcher. And I didn't know, because I don't think I've ever seen Guess Who. I just knew the premise and I knew Bernie Mac was in it. Um, and so I started and watching it and I was like... Zoe Saldana, yes, Zoe yeah. Saldana, which also, she has the Enya in her name, so I think we should start calling her Zoe Saldana, as her oh, name okay. suggests, either that or the guess who creditors got it so wrong, and might be a little racist, so. Um, I mean, she is, she is another nationality. Yeah, yeah, like, she's not. She's mm-hmm. Afro-Caribbean, I think, right? Maybe. Okay, yeah, our fact right. checker, okay. fact checking. Thank yeah, you, Rob. He's, he's on it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I wouldn't, yeah, I know she's not like just like she's not African American, like she's Afro something. Um, Colombian? I was thinking Cuban, but you might be right. Oh, no, um, I think it's Cuban. I think it started with a C, and I believe it is like, um, oh, here it comes. She's here it comes. Uh, probably Dominican. Ah, okay, yeah, I was like, great. I was like, probably could be neither of us, honestly. Uh, yeah, so it might be Zoe Saldana. Um, okay, yes. So I have not finished it, but I started it, and Ashton Kutcher just quit his job. So that's where we're at, uh, which is the okay. very beginning. It's like 10 minutes in, because uh, <laughs> then my grandparents came, and I had to leave. But that's all I have for Ashton Kutcher Corner. I will have a more robust update next week, uh, or in two weeks, when... I finish the movie and can give a more Great. thorough critique a, of Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> a mini critique of Guess Who's Coming. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I will gosh. say, for K-pop corner, I had to explain K-pop twice today to women in their at least 70s. Mm. Um, one was during the board meeting, or my committee meeting for the board that I'm on. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have my back ground blurred and for our, our lovely listeners i have um i used to uh, i'm trying to get my stray kids poster up but i have my bts poster up behind me and i didn't have my background blurred and so i was asked about it um and then had to proceed to explain k-pop and and liken it to the boy band craze of the u.s phase mm-hmm. or the u.s years but then your grandmother was the other person because she oh, saw the... oh Jesus. <laughs> I was I like, who else did you? Oh my God. <laughs> she For... came in. She was like, who are those men? And I did appreciate that she called them men. She was who like, are who are those, those young men? men? And I was like, 
I'm glad you called them men. I'm glad oh my God. that yes, and I explained them, explained it to her, and she was not too interested. She didn't uh, ask any more follow up questions, but she was like, "That's great." I was like, "Thank for you." For the listeners at home, you should know my grandparents were in town, and I love them very much. And they have met Jessica once on our family cruise because Jessica came with me on a family cruise, um, and. My grandmother is a black woman um, of older stature, and so she is nosy just by right um, of what she's lived through. And so she, it, when she came in, she came to my room, uh, her grand, her oldest granddaughter, and kind of just half stood in the doorway and looked around and was like, ah, yes, lovely. Love your room. Love your uh, she is fierce tapestry. And I was like, thank you. And then all of a sudden I'm talking to my grandfather who's out in the living room and my grandmother vanishes to me. And all of a sudden I hear Jessica go, Oh, I wish I would have tidied up or I could have tidied up more. And then realized that my grandmother was in Jessica's bedroom. And I was horrified because I was like, you're not related to her. You can't just barge into Jessica is a grown woman. You cannot just barge into other grown women's rooms without like from without being related to them i clean my whole space because i was like you shouldn't really barge into my room but you know you also gave me mandarin oranges from third grade to fifth grade when i walked to your house so like fine 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 however <laughs> this is a whole separate person <laughs> that you met once before this i need you to be cooler than this so yeah, I came yeah. home and apologized to Jess profusely also after debriefing with my mother because I was horrified. I was <laughs> horrified. Uh, uh. I, I expected it. I had the only the only issue I really had with the current space of my room was that my like wine glasses were still in this room. So I was like, <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> So, she's so gonna yeah. send me a card for Alcoholics Anonymous. Like, just so <laughs> if Jessica needs this, I I'm not suggesting anything, but it, you know, if she needs this, if she's looking for something, I found this card, and it's yeah. like her friend, like Grandma. Please. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we we've covered our corners. So yeah. We'll yeah. See. Nothing Taylor Swift corner related that I know of. Um, okay. outside of you know her existing. Oh, well, she might be engaged. I don't know if, like, the things that I saw. <laughs> allegedly. With, allegedly. Allegedly, Taylor Swift is engaged uh, to... And to her uh, longtime boyfriend uh, that she wrote, uh, London Boy, about Joel. Joe Aylwin? Al- I'm never sure how to pronounce his name, but Joel, probably Joe Aylwin. Um, okay. But. Yes. So I don't think she is. There's been a lot of like, is Taylor Swift engaged? Things that have been popping up. Not like, oh, it's happened. So it's uh, all the election. I hope, she, I hope y'all figure, I hope we figure it out when she's married. I hope that's uh, what I hope for her. Yeah. I that's do too. What I would do if I was a celebrity, I would, I would be like, yeah, I'm, in, I'm, I'm pregnant. What? And I got married. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that's how I would I know. do it. I it never would be so want much fun to surprise an entire world with my life and developments like that. I just never want to be perceived, so I never want to be famous enough that any of my big things matter. Like mm. I just I can't I can't be perceived in any way, shape, or form by strangers especially. So no thank you. All right. Well, and then we're on the hunt for the fourth corner. Um so we cover K pop, T Swift, A Kutch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, let us dive into today. So we have stopped. We've paused our Marvel Cinematic Universe rewatch series um, and have jumped um, kind of Marvel adjacent into another um, movie series and universe that I, I know I'm not overly familiar with i've seen maybe two movies out of the whole series um and how many have you seen uh none this is the first one i don't <laughs> why am I put me, why would you put me on blast in front of all of our friends it was gonna happen you? at one point so uh, i was just... so outraged <laughs> well either way i was gonna open it up with so what did you think because you hadn't seen this yet so yeah, you, yeah. You just be prepared um so yeah so today we are talking about 
the uh, Men in Black. The whole mm-hmm. Men in Black series. We're going to work our way up because it does have a nice little tangent with our Marvel series. Um, and um, and it has four movies, which I definitely thought there were only three. Mm. But looking at the posters, I remember the promos for all of them. Uh, but yeah. I definitely only thought there were three in the series. But there's four movies in the series. And we're just starting... At the top with the first Men in Black, starring uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Or yeah, I think Tommy Lee Jones got top billing. First. Yeah, yeah. I uh, the only thing I knew about um, Men in Black was Will Smith and the amazing Men in Black song at the end. Um, yes, yes. It would be lovely if we could play it, but copyright and all that oh, jazz. So yeah, um, we ain't got no money. Absolutely. Uh, what I didn't know uh, is that um, Danny Elfman did the soundtrack, which was cool. And, like, that made sense. As I was watching it, I was like, yeah, this has a very Danny Elfman vibe to it. Like, this all tracks. Um, I knew it was a little scary. Not scary, but, I, like, it came out in 97, and I was six years old. So, to me, it was terrifying. And now watching it, I was like, I mean, there were definitely some moments where I was like, ooh, this makes me upset. Uh, but it wasn't, like... Jurassic Park scary. I don't think Jurassic Park is scary Jurassic Park either, is a horror but... movie. Jurassic Park and Jumanji <laughs> are two horror movies, and that is it. I'm so sorry about that. Yes, Jumanji and Jurassic Park. I said it, and I'll say it again in my whole chest. Jurassic the original Park Jumanji and the original Jumanji, not the cool version with uh, uh, Kevin Hart and Dwayne the Rock Johnson and uh, Jack Black and uh, oh my God, what is her name? Uh, Karen Gilliam. Uh no, those version that version's great. I would rewatch that version of Jumanji all over again. Original Jumanji is a horror movie, and you cannot convince me otherwise. I don't even think I finished I mean, original Jumanji because I was so scared. What? You never finished it? I don't think you were so. already in it, and you didn't <laughs> just push. I think through? I was too scared. It was too scary, too spooky. Okay, what about the Mummy? No, absolutely not. Oh I've never gosh. even seen The Mummy and I know it's so, a scare, which is really funny that you say The Mummy because I know The Mummy is uh, in uh, queer culture for people who identify as bi uh, people. There's like a running joke that like people aren't born bi that you watch The Mummy at a formative age and that makes you bi. Um, and that always <laughs> made me laugh, but then I am bi, but I never watched The Mummy. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'm <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Exception to the rule. I know. The one exception to the rule. (laughs) Throwing off the statistical significance of the mummy. I know. I know. But no, haven't seen it. Too spooky. Also haven't ridden the ride. Too spooky. Because of Rachel Weiss and Brendan Fraser. And Mm -hmm. oh, and what's his name? Oh my God. (laughs) Because they're, I mean, they are attractive. But the hottest person in the mummy (laughs) is the, um, Oh, the protector of the clan leader who's like the protector of the secret of the mummy. Mm-hmm. He is the hottest out of that entire movie. And he's a good guy. So look at that. Growth for me. Growth for you. I mean, like the mummy, I don't know if that could, you call it growth. I think you could say that was maybe your starting point because the mummy came out when you were younger and then it's all been all downhill from there. Even now, though, if he's still looking mighty fine, Brendan Fraser did not age as well as, um, what is his name? He's, he's cute. He went through a lot. Like Brendan Fraser, like not saying that you are wrong, but he been, he went through a lot. Like he deserves every accolade possible because like after george of the jungle it went to the mummy but he also had a lot of like sexual abuse stuff happen in hollywood and so like Mm. he took a break it just was that like he he went through he's a survivor he just went through a lot and so yeah no no yeah that was not me saying that like oh my god how just like it's just more also for our our listeners and people who don't know about brendan fraser uh he just he's great he's a great actor and he just went through a, a tough time and he came out on the other side so kudos to him but yes yes he is a phenomenal actor very good comedic actor yeah can still carry like a serious moment yeah he's great i love george of the jungle that's where i so that's where i know brendan fraser for george of the jungle uh did not watch the mummy because again too scary why would i have watched it out of all we could watch oh dead fair that's the um Mm. is the actor who 
is ugh, ugh. Well, for everyone who's interested in the mummy, you can come back in two weeks, and Jessica will be doing a solo podcast where she will just be talking about how good the mummy. Is. I feel. I wish we could. Wa- I wish you were able to watch the mummy, Jumanji, and Jurassic Park because all of these are like the hits of the '90s, almost the hits mm. of the late '90s, early 2000s, and it would make a really nice series. But because you're scared of some of these. We will not be doing that, but it that would be true. a phenomenal rewatch um, to watch these now as an adult, just like you're doing with the rom-com and see if they mm-hmm. hold up because um, Men in Black surprisingly held up pretty well. Yeah. I mean, of course, there was the 90s. There were some moments where I was like, ooh, uh, like one or two, but I actually didn't write them down. That's how much I was like, oh, this is still good. Um, yeah. I think the one thing that, not that it didn't hold up, but I think it just made me laugh beyond reason was when they were in their car and Jessica knows cause I laughed so hard, uh, when they were in their car, um, driving on the, the walls and the, of maybe the Holland tunnel. I couldn't remember which tunnel it was driving on the walls of this like underground tunnel. Um, so it's supposed to be this futuristic, like alien car with an A track player. And it just tickled me so much and I was like I understood why it was the 90s like this this logically makes sense but it just makes me chuckle so much that like this is what's happening here like you have this super fancy car and then they just talked about that little disc that was like this is gonna be the future of uh this is gonna replace cds and then you have an eight track player I was like I need you all to please get it together because this is so funny right yep yep um what was that what was your other moment uh what other moment that you felt um was a little iffy in terms of like holding up through the our time and our our progression of of as people um that's yeah. a good question i can't remember like i can't okay. it wasn't anything huge I, because i don't remember and because i didn't write down it was not anything huge i just remember having that moment every once in a while i was like oh yeah the 90s um, but yeah, I think overall, I think it's, I think that might be a credit to just like Will Smith too. Like, I just mm. think Will Smith is like, and God, I hope I'm not wrong. I hope nothing has happened to this man. Um, but I just think Will Smith is largely unproblematic. And like, most of the things he does have that like vibe to it. Like, even like the music that he, he, like the music he sings slash raps, like the movies that he's in. Like, cause one of the rom coms that I rewatched recently, uh, was Hitch and like I can't I couldn't tell if it was because it just held up or if it was because um, I watched it right after Sweet Home Alabama and like <laughs> <laughs> most anything will hold up after Sweet Home Alabama um, but it also it just kind of just held up I was like this is great like he's a solid actor again solid rapper and just like his work is just quality like it, there weren't really that many like jabs towards like, yeah, yeah. I thought it was an interesting sort of dynamic. And I think Will Smith has something to to do with it. I also was confused in the beginning and I was worried that I was like, oh, did the first Men in Black not have Will Smith in it at all? And then he was running down the street and I was like, oh, there he is. Okay, great. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the whole, the whole premise was that he was in it. Um, and yeah, I... Um, I looked. I just looked up the first one, and for the first one, he's definitely not anywhere in the production credits. Mm-hmm. So I think that's even more impressive that the the spirit of Will Smith on screen and what we know of him as uh, a performer in mm-hmm. other spaces was still kind of came through, even though he wasn't necessarily involved with the production. I imagine he yeah. probably like most actors became involved with the production side once the future movies come out, mm-hmm. which we'll see. But yeah, um, I agree. I think, uh, I think they did a very good job of showing. Cause there was, what, what there was like the police, the, there was after Will Smith does the first chase scene or yeah, the first chase scene with the alien on foot um, and the cops that had peeled off from the chase is in the room where while Will Smith is being interrogated by the um, the chief supervisor, mm-hmm. police supervisor. Yeah. Um, 
and there's that tension between them. And I want to say there were some comments that I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, very um, indicative of what black life is with when it comes to police. Like, there was still just a mm-hmm. really, like, head-butting kind of deal. And I thought him that, and that was patrol, Him and the patrol officer or him and the his supervisor? Him and the patrol officer. Okay, yes, agreed. He was a short white man and Mm -hmm. um he felt threatened by will smith's performance and his job (laughs) yeah yeah um but i thought that was interesting um i thought vincent ooh vincent diorfornio Mm -hmm. is how i'm going to pronounce it i apologize if it is incorrect i assume that it probably is um but he is always such a really good character actor. Um, so he plays Edgar, the starts out as like yeah. the abusive husband that gets got by the mm-hmm. alien and turns into even more um of a POS. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also he's one of our connections to the Marvel universe because he also plays um Kingpin in Daredevil and the um, Hawkeye series mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I uh really I was trying to also figure out kind of where um some of the stuff with like Edgar and his wife was happening because it seemed like it was I was like maybe it's Staten Island because it seemed like it was kind of out of the way, New York. But like the like it, it's also seemed like it was rural Idaho. So I was trying yes. to figure out I was like, there's I was like Staten Island might be far, but there really isn't anywhere I would even say in the tri-state area that looks like rural Idaho. Like I yes. just couldn't I was like, where is this? Like maybe upstate, but I was like, where is this? <laughs> figure it out. Every single time they like panned to it, I was like, what what? Oh my god. Where are we right now? Um, yeah, and I also so one comment I also made to Jess while we were watching, because uh, again, peak nineties, um, was how easy it was to sort of wipe people's memories, even in like that group uh form, because things would happen and like they would just be like, "All right, everybody, gather over to this sketch a truck over here, and we're gonna hold up this light. Everyone, look at this light. There's, and then we'll tell you all about what just happened. And then it flashes, and then uh, races or changes their memory. Um, and then I was like, that would not happen now. Like, not only would none of us approach any sort of weird truck <laughs> light after that, we would have been recording it from the get, so everyone would have been seeing what's going on, and, like, how... So I was like, I wonder how they handle things like this in the future, when, like, everyone has a phone on them. Because, like, in 97, that wasn't really a thing. Um, yeah. And so, we'll get to find out with Men in Black yeah. International. If they don't there. address it, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> I'm gonna be furious. I'm... <laughs> put that in the critique yes yes <laughs> oh, God. Uh, something else i thought that held up surprisingly well except until the credit scene where there's the alien playing with the galaxies and tosses all of his little galaxy marbles into a bag mm-hmm. except for that scene the um graphics the computer generated ah, yeah. um graphics actually held up pretty well considering how many aliens we had um you know moseying about on the screen um so i thought that was um i thought that i was pleasantly surprised by that i was like oh i don't have to cringe at at the graphics i guess they had more money because it is warner brothers but Mm -hmm. is it warner brothers i think so i feel like it's warner brothers um well sony pictures Okay, okay. Um, but thinking of another movie that I love from the 90s, which is the Power Rangers movie that mm. was made in 1995 and featured similar, like, similar settings, similar, like, alien um, moments, and those graphics do not hold up. They mm-hmm. are definitely cringe, but I love that movie, and Saying it out loud now, I may watch it tonight. 
but um yeah i i was pleasantly surprised by the graphics yeah i agree i think i was i was not i could definitely see how i could be scared with those graphics as a six-year-old uh and now mm-hmm. i was like but there's still like so there's still moments where i was like "Ooh, i don't like that I'm gritting my teeth because that makes me uh squicky a little bit but yeah, I agree. Because I, I think uh, it's funny, too, because uh, when we were doing the Disney series and we watched or I watched Dinosaur, um, which took all of my courage, by the way, um, <laughs> when I watched Dinosaur, I remember thinking like, oh, these graphics are holding up pretty well. Like, yeah, like or like I think when I was like, these graphics are holding up. And then I saw when the movie was made and I was like, oh, these graphics are not holding up. I thought this movie was like early 90s because of the graphics. Um, and then I looked and it was like mid 2000s and i was like oh y'all should have done better disney you had a ton of money by then right. uh, versus here where i was like oh no these graphics just kind of just hold up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i'm reading the wikipedia page for men in black <laughs> and i want to read this to you because i it's making me chuckle to myself so i want you will not chuckle mm-hmm. you'll be out Raj. Um, so it says much of the initial script drafts were set underground with locations ranging from Kansas to Washington, D.C. and Nevada. Mm. Uh, Sonnenfeld, uh, the director, I believe, um, decided to change the location to New York City because the director felt New Yorkers would be tolerant of aliens who behave oddly while disguised. He also felt much of the city's yeah. structures resembled flying saucers and rocket ships. Yes, yeah, that no. did so. That, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm not. Out, I'm literally not outraged because that's very true. I like believe <laughs> that very deeply in my heart because like weird things happen in New York all the time, and like most New Yorkers don't bat an eye. Like we just don't have the time. We're doing like 800 other things. Like, like just the amount of weird things that happened when I was a teenager, just existing in the city. I can't remember them all because I'm just like it was just New York and like. New York back in the 90s I can't really even imagine because I was a wee child and so like no I agree I think always say like if you're going to do something like weird like oh this weird thing is happening but you want to make sure there's a level of like disconnect with the people who live there you have to pick New York because there's mm-hmm. no other place on earth that if that happened in DC everyone would have been like oh my god like it just it's just a I, whole separate thing I don't know if everyone would because I I think you had stepped away, but I was telling Rob about the, um, I think you all had were talking about the truckers that may be coming down to protest, and I don't know if it's connected to that, but there's been police cars and plow trucks at every exit along 695 mm-hmm. this week not doing anything like if there's a cop in the cop car then they're sitting they literally have their phone up and they're scrolling like i can see them just doing scrolling on instagram or whatever so i don't know what happened but i and i tried finding it but i couldn't find anything about it so i've just had to be like yeah well we're it's nation's capital who knows what's happening Mm -hmm. something something's on the move we'll see we'll see but yeah no i i i think the i think the presence of like law enforcement i i do i do think some of because i think dc has so many tourists well so does new york but i feel like that's true i like dc has like a large amount of like the population new york's bigger but dc has like a large amount of tourists um so i think the tourists coming from all over the place would garner that reaction versus like new york being a lot of native new yorkers which is like it's just a weird thing that's happening i'm not worried about my neighbor like asking me for just sugar water and like like not this happened but like i'm worried about my neighbor being like oh yeah can i borrow some sugar i just need to put it in my water i would be like all right just take it i don't care i didn't need all that backstory just ask me for freaking sugar and i will give it to you <laughs> um but i had a, i had another thought about it being set oh well i think the other thought i had about being it being set in new york um and now i can't remember if uh the rural idaho house was actually staten island because there was one joke that was made about staten Mm -hmm. island and i remember saying to jess like that is my favorite new york piece of media like joke in any new york piece of media is if 
you like shit on Staten Island. It's like mm. my absolute favorite because like to me, I'm like, good, you understand. Like it's a very, it's the most basic thing to understand about New York is how much most New Yorkers do not like Staten Island for a very, for a, for varying reasons. Um, and so like, if I'm watching anything that is like New York centered or New York space, like I'm keeping my ear out for that joke. Like if you don't make it, I'm having a hard time believing that this is New York, but like, if you make it great, thank you. Like, and if it's a running joke, even better. Like it just, oh, so good. So, so good. I'm always here for, for Satin Island slander. It's so great. Oh gosh. Um, and then let's see, what else did I think about this movie? I thought the premise was fun. I love aliens. Oh yeah, I definitely love the premise because it's based off of a real alien conspiracy theory, <laughs> which is an oxymoron as I say it out loud, mm. but a real alien theory, conspiracy theory of the men in black being an, an actual government uh, entity yeah. that um, cleans up uh, alien phenomenon and yeah. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how I felt about Agent, uh, spoilers for Men in Black, because we're li- we were listening to it, uh, about Agent L, about uh, Dr. Weaver, um, the medical examiner. Okay. Because, um, like, most of the time, I, I liked her, because, like, I liked how weird she was. I like how yes. into her job she was. Like, I was like, that's yes. cool. Um, and also, there wasn't really a like a brewing romance it was more just like anytime they were talking she was like gushing about her job um or about aliens and then like one time she was being like held hostage by one um and so that was cool uh and then she like destroys the the last bug that the bug that got split bug got split into two and she destroyed one of them destroyed the last one so i was like oh great like like perfect that's exactly what i wanted to happen and she she just was was great i'm looking forward to seeing more of her maybe um but i also felt really bad that they had to keep <laughs> wiping her memory i told i told jess i was like i feel like after the third time if you have to wipe someone's memory a fourth time you should just let them in on the secret because that right. means that they are uh in a space so often that like they I don't know. Like they're in the space so often, they're gonna come back. If you're, right. if you have to wipe your memory three times, and you're, like, I was like, you're gonna be back a fourth. Like you're gonna be back, and if I do the fourth, you're gonna be back a fifth, just by the nature of what you do. And like, it was a good. I'm glad. Uh, uh, what Agent J, like Will Smith's character, asked the question is like, you haven't seen the long term effects of this. Like you don't know what's happening after you wipe her memory four. Like I was like, I was like, she could have long term brain damage. Like you right. don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I and I do wonder as he said that I wondered if all of the memory wipes were making her as quirky or if it was just her natural personality. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to be her natural personality, but I like to think that as well that there's like a there is an interaction, there is an effect mm-hmm. of it, but um and then it, it just kind of primed her to be the next selection yeah, for an agent. What I thought was, honestly, what I thought was going to happen was that she, they were going to wipe her mind the la- like the, mo- the last time, but it wasn't going to work. And she wasn't mm-hmm. going to show that it didn't work until the end. Like I was waiting for like, or maybe like, she, like they tried to wipe it and it just didn't work. And she just looked at them like, what, what's happening? What are you, what are you doing? Um, and they're like, oh, it must be on the fritz. And they try again. And she's like, what are you doing? And so like, it shows after three times or four, however many times they did it before, um, that like, it just, it's going to stop working. And I was waiting for that. Cause that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. Um, what else is there? We had oh, a lot of, nice. we also had Tony Shalhoub was in this. It's a lot of, um. I guess I consider them big name or good character yeah. actors. So Tony Shalhoub played Monk, um, and he has a very small role in this, and it was before the popularity of Monk. But um, yeah, David Cross was in it. Mm-hmm. From uh, 
uh, Modern Family and uh, Arrested Development thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Tobias for anyone who is curious. Uh, yeah, it just, I was wondering as I was watching, I was like, who am I going to see? This was 97. So who am I going to see in this that I recognize, but it's going to look so young. Um, and one of them was, uh, David Cross. And the other one was actually, uh, Linda Fiorentino, uh, who's Dr. Weaver. Um, I recognized her from a, uh old movie i used i watched in again like later on in the 2000s but i watched it in the 90s uh dogma um so yes 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 with alan um rickman uh yes with alan rickman and ben affleck yes 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 um yeah i don't know i i enjoyed the movie i think it was it was very 90s um 90s action adventure mm-hmm. um, movie. I kind of already knew the storyline um, about the test. Oh yeah, the test for becoming an, a Men in Black agent was interesting because mm-hmm. um, it's very much that the what you're being presented as presented with as the test is not the test. Yeah, it was very uh, what Captain America versus Avenger, right? Yeah, yeah. It did it mm-hmm. gives it gives that vibes where you know the first scene, Will Smith is sat amongst uh, the best of the best of the government's military, and mm-hmm. they're all tall, broad men, and they're sitting mm-hmm. in chairs and that are too tiny. And I even commented <laughs> as we were watching, I was like, "Oh, those chairs are very." cramped and and that was the whole point of the test was to make them uncomfortable and see how they would manage that Mm -hmm. um and of course they do the like comedic element of having will smith pull a table across the room yeah making as much noise yeah making as much noise as possible but um it was fun and then the shoot 'em up, um, which I think they just drop bullets. I thought about that as we were watching it. They just put like, like I don't know, nine, ten uh, handguns on a table, and they just start. They're not set at any kind of line, really. Yeah, they, they were just, not. Like, they just start shooting at the aliens, and I was like, this seems wildly dangerous for a gun exercise. Um, and I would also be like Will Smith and be like, whoa, there's, yeah. like too, <laughs> there's too many people firing. And they dimmed the lights. They did. Oh. They turned off the lights. And they didn't even dim the light. They fl- they were flashing the lights, which I was yes. like, that is even worse. And like, there was also no, like, I, I was worried about ricocheting as it was happening. Because yeah. it, it, it just sounded like it was like, pew, 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 like all over the place. And I was like, are these bullets ricocheting off the walls? <laughs> Like, this does not seem good. Um, I also don't know how I've, like, I, I understand the, like, creative thinking that was, but I was like, I don't know if we should have really shot the little child. Um, like, <laughs> I I understood it, like, pulled out creative thinking, but I was like, that might have been too creative. Um, sometimes you're just, sometimes you're just in an alien-infested, like, street corner. Sometimes it's just like that. Like, right, right. That is true because he extrapolated this whole story based off of his imagination. And you could just take that a step further and been like, and maybe this is just an entirely different universe, an alternate universe, alternate dimension. And children read about quantum physics. Yeah. Will Smith. What about <laughs> it? Poor Susie. So, Justice yeah. for Cece. So no justice for Cece. She would have had everything she wanted. She, um, I mean, she was probably on her way to being a supervillain. So it's oh, fine. Absolutely. You saw that face. You saw those pigtails. The little blonde yeah. pigtails. She was those very supervillain pigtails. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I um. I found it really fat, and I also they didn't. Did they explain Will Smith's like family history or anything like that? No, so that was something I was going to bring up is that because it is 90s 
um, action adventure layout, it's a tight hour and 30 mm -hmm. minutes. Or I think hour 37 is the full runtime. And so, you know, you can chop off a few minutes for um, credits. So, yeah, it's a tight hour and 30 minutes. So it's not the two hour 30 minutes that we are used to with Marvel movies. Right. So you can get um, glimpses of character background and, and character history. It's it's always, it's just what you see is what you get. And because they, um, the where he is offered the chance to join the Men in Black, um, and they're like, you're going to be erased and no one's ever going to know that you existed. And I'm like, I mean, does anyone know that he exists? I, right. Yeah. I was like, I was like, how do you, because the way they were making, unless, unless they are going to each person who he's ever maybe met, maybe in his adult life, maybe they like forget about his like people who he met as a child, but like, and they're going to go to every single person he, for, he were, like met and then do the mind wipe thing. Then like, that's just going to take. Which could be why they don't onboard agents often, but that's gonna take a lot of time because like all they showed was them like deleting his birth certificate, deleting his social security card. I was like, Yeah, well what about his boss? Like you could delete like all of my information off of the web, but if I don't show up for work, my boss is gonna be like, What the where'd she go? <laughs> like right. she's gonna try to call me. So I was like there and it was like, I guess he didn't have family which is fine. And, and I made the comment when he ran into the ME again. Um, and I was like, does she not remember him? Cause she got pretty close to him in the, uh, the interrogation room. And okay. then she was like, do I know you? And I was like, thank you. Okay. But then they didn't expand upon it. Like she never actually remembered him. So I was like, okay, I guess right. he doesn't either. Cause he also got wiped after that too. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, it was, they tried to make that, a painful thing and I think it was more to um to prime us for um Tommy Lee Jones's agent mini, uh, K yeah agent K's mini um backstory about he's one of the founding members members of Men in Black um and since founding the this organization he has been um away from the love of his life which i didn't even realize that he they sh he uh tommy lee jones agent k shows will smith agent j a picture mm -hmm. of the first meeting of an alien with the men in black founding members and i didn't look at the picture i i was not doing much during this movie i was i didn't even really take notes but i did not clock flowers in the picture but that's how uh, Agent J ties in that mm. uh, that Agent K has left his love because he was actually on the way to see his love back when he was a young man in the 50s and, and had the flowers. And then, um, you know, and he had to go on this mission to save aliens and the Earth. And so he had to leave her. Um Behind. So I was like, oh, okay, that's very interesting. Mm. Um, I was like, okay, okay. So we shall see what follows up with that because he does return for all of them as well. Um, yeah, I know. I saw him on the cover and I was like, wait, are you back? <laughs> like, are you taking, <laughs> you just took a quick retirement and you're back? Like, what, how did you? Right, right. I was like, is Laurel best. coming back? Laurel doesn't come back. I'm going to be upset. Like, <laughs> I think she does. I, I want to say Surely I she, she does. To. I feel like I remember the second one more than the first one because mm -hmm. um, what 97 I was ooh fifth eight? grade was 99 you were eight so yeah yeah so I was eight so I was in like third fourth grade mm -hmm. um so I feel like I remember the 2000 version because I was in middle school by then um there's something else I was gonna say I can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I overall, I liked it. I don't think, I mean, clearly would not have liked it when I first watched it because uh, spooky. I'm interested in seeing how good the graphics get over the next few movies. Um, and if I do get scared over the next few movies because the graphics are bad. I definitely think the 90s graphics help 
uh, with how terrible, like, like so much so that I have considered going back and watching all of the Are You Afraid of the Darks? Um, because I'm like, oh, the graphics can't be that good. So surely it can't scare me. But I, th- I also want to say it's, it is graphics, but it's also a little less graphic, more music. Um, and so like Supernatural scares me because, you know, spooky, but also because of the music. Like if I mute Supernatural and I'm watching it with subtitles, I can handle it a little better than if I'm listening to it. Cause the music's like, Oh God, something about to happen. Someone's about to pop out. Yes, Jessica. And I was going to say, you, if you can watch, rewatch nineties, are you afraid of the dark? You can watch Jurassic Park and Jumanji. That's untrue. I watched someone get eaten off a part porta potty in Jurassic Park. And I've never been the same again. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been the same Listen, again. You're not going to get eaten off of a porta potty in real life. I mean, you're absolutely right. I will never be in it. I will never be in a porta potty in real life. Cause that's gross. Um, I will never put myself in a situation where a porta potty is my best option. Um, so you're not going to that Vegas thing? Absolutely not. I'm absolutely <laughs> not going to that Vegas thing. Unless I'm seated in a hotel that I can go downstairs and go to the festival and then come back up to my hotel with working indoor plumbing, I will not be going. I only glamp with indoor plumbing. <laughs> they have the nerve to say air-conditioned plumbing. I was like, y'all are messes. Absolutely not. Like That means nothing to me. What is that? Uh, I just say, if you can watch Supernatural, and you, the, you should, the music is there too yes to amp it up but you can also use it as you know a brace myself preparing no. for something coming You're that and when that. they get really tight in on somebody's face no. you know that they're trying to do i'm just giving you tips i i know in, i know jump scares about to come i am very well aware of the cues because that's how i know to run that's how i know to <laughs> escape that situation and not be anywhere near it and then sometimes they trick you i still don't know what happened but there was one trailer uh for some scary movie the conjuring i don't know it was some movie with an evil nun and we were watching the trailer yeah, in the movie theaters and I distinctly remember you, my eyes were closed because I was like, I know this is going to be scary. And I distinctly remember you watching and then you went, oh, and I was like, see, it, it gave all the cues. <laughs> but it still did something weird that scared you. And I was like, nope, I don't trust anyone or anything ever again. So I mean, I'm still pretty jumpy. I don't watch a lot of hard <laughs> horror, but I will watch Jurassic Park, Jumanji. <laughs> Um, supernatural with the musical. I don't know what you're talking about. All of those are hard horror. I don't know what you're talking about here. <laughs> I did they watch um, Archive 81 on Netflix, which is horror, horror sci-fi fantasy, and it was it was very good, but I kept the lights on the entire time because it's it was I was a little creeped out, and I was like, mm, nope. Uh. <laughs> He's spooky. But no, it, was, it was pretty spooky, but yeah. But yeah. Well, I... at least it happens with two, three, and international because I uh, absolutely cannot lose sleep. I have too much to do. I cannot be going to sleep having dreams of aliens, especially bug like like cockroach aliens. I was like, ugh. Oh, also, yeah. all those cockroaches were water bugs, and I was like, like they were. I guess they were giant cockroaches. To me, when I saw cockroaches, I was like, oh. They're going to look like the cockroaches like I grew up with in New York. And they were not. They were like the kinds that live in the forest. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> they were the nice kind. Not the real <laughs> they best. Were, they were your country cousin cockroaches. <laughs> they were your cockroach cousins from out of town. Those are the ones who visit the big city. That's what it felt like. I was like, oh, these are fancy cockroaches. <laughs> the Rhode Island cockroaches. So, uh, Yeah. I I'm, I was pleasantly, um, pleasantly entertained, pleasantly surprised that it was a, a good movie. Um, I also I was gonna say there were some comedic moments, but it wasn't as funny as I thought I was expecting. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just, it wasn't as, as comedic as I was expecting it to be. And that might be because I've watched other things. Like, we didn't have The Office when this came out. And now, you know, my humor mm. is more in line with The Office, Parks and Rec, 
Abbott Elementary. Much more situational comedy, I guess, um, versus like a snippy one-liner, um, which there were a lot of great versions of those. Snippy but... one-liners and then like I guess the physical comedy of Will Smith trying to deliver that uh, pregnant woman's baby yeah, in the so car and then it... the alien baby. <laughs> Alien baby, and then um, the little ball, the energy ball that he touches yeah. and it shoots everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I did laugh a couple of times because of a few of his ad libs during that piece. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, I got to pay for all this. And I was like, yes, yes, you do. <laughs> that is a legitimate concern when you're destroying an office. Oh my gosh. Good times. Good times. Yeah. I'm excited for the rest of them. Um, this one definitely wasn't as scary as I built it up to be, but I'm sure the next three will terrify me. So Let's hope not, because I would like to finish them, unless we're jumping to Lord of the Rings, and then we got to budget more time, because oh, all of so those are long. long. <laughs> oh, I, thought, so long. I thought the first Lord of the Rings, I was like, oh yeah, that was only two hours, and I looked, and it was... Two hour, it was two hours between eight minutes. Oh my I god! Saw. And I was like, "How is this?" But I was like, "Did I look up the rank one Fellowship of the Ring?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that's why and Four Kings or the Return of the King is four hours. So we'll just have to either watch them separately or budget more time. But anyways, mm -hmm. that could be another series. Yeah, looking forward to it. Terrified, but looking forward to it. All right. Uh, I will to close us out. Thank you for hanging with us, everyone. We hope you were not too terrified in all this alien talk. Um, and that you join us in the next two weeks. Uh, if you would like to talk to us more in depth about all of the amazing, wonderful things we've talked about today or in the past, you can find us on our socials on Twitter and Instagram at BGLPod. Uh, and Facebook as the Black Girls Love Podcast Facebook group. Um, and then you also, if you want to give us a long form message, you're welcome to email us at blackgirlslovepodcast.gmail.com. So, thanks for hanging. We will see you all in two weeks. Yeah.